You are listening to the She Is a VIP podcast. This is a show created for women living with or caring for someone who is visually impaired. The She Is a VIP community is made up of women who believe that their VIP status stretches far beyond their visual impairment. We are a community who understand that we are very important people who hold a very important place in the world and that we have a very important purpose to fulfill. I'm Bambi French, and if you are ready to shine a light on your status as a VIP, download, subscribe, and join me each and every week for the encouragement and inspiration you need to help you step into all that you have been created to be. Hi, I'm Bambi French, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. Before we get started, I want to let you know about the She Is A VIP community. This is a free, private Facebook group that has been created for women who consider themselves to be VIPs, including those who work with or care for someone who is visually impaired. This is a space where we as a community can find encouragement, inspiration, and feel more empowered to redefine what it means to have vision, believe in what is possible for our lives, and find our voice so that we can live with a deeper level of confidence and contentment. So come and join the group. You can find a link in the show notes. This episode is the second in a six-part series where I'm spending some time explaining each of the steps in the vision-centred process that I outlined in episode four. So this week we are focusing on the zone of identity. When we think about our identity, we think about all of the things that make us who we are. These things will range from the aspects of our lives that can easily be seen, such as eye, hair and skin colour, to the aspects that are not necessarily so easy to see all the time. Things like our personality, strengths and skills. It's so important for us to know what makes us who we are and we probably don't spend enough time really getting to to grips with this. I've found that this is all the more important when we live with a physical disability or any other type of barrier that may be having an adverse effect on our lives. Whether consciously or unconsciously, we can spend so much of our lives trying to make sure that we show that we can do what others can do and that we live up to what is or what we believe is expected of us. But I've come to realise that if we're not careful, we can quickly lose sight of who we have been created to be. And that instead of trying to minimise the difficulties that we face, we should simply see these difficulties as part of the picture that makes us who we are. Taking a deeper look at my identity is one of the first steps that I took when I needed to get clear about my identity and the direction in which I was going so that I could begin to take the steps needed so that I could see the change that I wanted to experience. I realised that I had spent a long time doing what I thought was the right thing to do. I had briefly spent some time thinking about the things that I was good at and the things I enjoyed doing but my ability to explain in detail about 
what makes me who I am was lacking. And because I wasn't able to do this well, I wasn't able to see what else was possible for me. Once you get clear about your identity, you will become clear about what needs to change and how best to approach and adapt to that change. So this will work for you no matter what point of the diagnosis journey you find yourself on. The things that you will discover or rediscover about yourself will help you build the confidence you need to move forward. There are so many different types of personality and strengths-based assessments that you can take. The questions have been designed to help you understand in greater detail about what makes you who you are and how you can function in your how you function in your daily life. If you're completely new to this, here's a list of what I have used to help me in this area of identity. The first assessment I used was the Strengths Finder 2.0. When you complete this assessment, you'll be given your top five strengths and what they mean for you. The second thing I used was the Enneagram personality test. This test is based on nine different personality types. At the end of the assessment, you'll get your Enneagram number and a description of your personality type. The third thing I've used is the 16 personalities test. And this is another type of assessment similar to the Enneagram, and it can help you understand a bit more about yourself. At the end of the assessment, you'll get a description of your personality and how the results can help you in your relationships and career. I encourage you to take some time this week to start thinking about your identity and how what you find out about yourself can help you take more confident steps forward. Click on the link in the show notes to get hold of my free PDF guide to discovering your identity and in it you'll find the information you need to get started along with more information about the different assessments I mentioned on today's show. I'll be with you again next week when we'll be looking at the next step in the vision-centred process, the zone of strength. Until the next episode, remember that you are a very important person who holds a very important place in the world and that you have a very important purpose to fulfil.